Welcome to the weekly podcast of Soul Purpose Evangelical Church, located in the city of Middletown, New York. Today's message will be brought to you by our guest speaker, the Pastor Shadrach Machua, all the way from South Africa. Each week, we stream our live recorded services to encourage, build up, and edify our listening audience. Our aim is to share with you the uncompromised and infallible word of the living God. Our prayer is that today's message will draw you closer in your relationship with Jesus Christ. And now, here is Pastor Shadrach with today's word. Can we stand uh, for the reading uh, of the word today? You know, I was thinking, like, you know, Pastor always says, uh, you know, it always talks about reading Proverbs in the morning and uh, Psalms in, in the night, Proverbs. And I don't think that, you know, so I got a feeling like, you know, we, we really don't even try to do it. And he's been uh, uh, asking us to at least uh, go through Psalm 119, uh, the, the entirety of uh, Psalm 119. And, and we don't, so I'm, I'm feeling like, you know what? Let's read, let, before we read today's, let, let's, let's read Psalm 119 in its all, all entirety and standing. Nobody sits down. Are you Okay, anyway. Uh, okay, our reading is Matthew chapter 6, um, verses 9 to 10. Amen. So it, 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 it reads, if, if you find it, just say amen. Uh, it reads, in, in this manner... Therefore, pray in this manner. Therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So far, the scriptures, we may take our seats. Amen. So uh, before, before, I get, before I get into the preachment this morning, I just wanna I just want you to do something for me because I I, I, um, I don't want anybody to be sleeping. So uh, when I say give me a J, you say J. When I say give me an E, you say E. When I say S, you say we go on and I'll say what do we have? And you say Jesus, okay? And we go, give me a J. Give me an E. Give me an S. Give me a U. Give me an S. What do we have? Jesus. What do we have? Jesus. There is power in the name of. Jesus. There is healing in the name of. Jesus. There is deliverance in the name of. Jesus. There is joy in the name of. Up, 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 up. Up, 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 up. Down, down, and out. Say and, say and. Down, down, and out is the devil. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, we thank the Lord this morning uh, for uh, giving us the opportunity to, to come into his house so that we may, uh, uh, in a corporate setting, so that we may uh, worship, worship him and, and get to the time where we can, uh, we can be able to hear the word. Um, um, so I want to I start by tell, just telling you a story uh, real quick of what, what has been uh, going on in my 
spirit, spirit world, spiritual world. Um, I was praying one of the, uh, some weeks ago I was praying in the house, uh, early, very early in the morning, and uh, as I was praying, um, I, 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 felt, I felt like something came over me in, on my shoulders. I'm, I was kneeling down beside my bed, and something came over me, and, and, and I was like, well, what is that? Uh, and as I kept on praying, I heard the voice of the Lord say, uh, this prayer that you are praying, uh, you're not going to stop it here. You've got to take it to the sanctuary. So I said to myself, why is that? I mean, what's the difference? I can just pray, I just, just as well pray here. So as I'm, as I'm you know, going back and forth, the thing that I felt like there's something on my shoulders kind of melted like butter, you know, just like melted and it went inside me and, and I felt it moving and, and as, as, as I felt it moving, I felt it reached to my heart and I heard the word burden. Burden. I've given you a burden. Uh, so as he said that, he said, you know, so take this prayer to the sanctuary. So I, you know, uh, I picked up the, the phone later on. We, we had me, uh, Pastor and myself, we had a conversation. By the way, bless you, uh, Pastor Albert, Pastor Frankie. Uh, you know, wherever you are, just, just enjoy yourself uh, in the presence of the Lord. Amen. So, so we had this conversation, and, and, and I, 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 told, I told him what was going on. We, you know, we, we talked about it. We laughed. And he says, yo, brother, take it to the sanctuary. You got to take it. So that's what, that's what I did. So, um, uh, so we, so we, we came. We started, we started praying. We started praying every Friday. We're praying, you know, we're praying 9.30 till the morning, 9.30 till the morning every Friday as the Lord gave us uh, instruction. So... One of the Fridays, as we were praying up in here, uh, the Lord gave me a vision. So the vision was uh, this side, as we were praying, was up, up there. And, I, and, I, and I, you know, I, I, we stopped and I said, I've got to share something. So the vision was people. It was, there was people. I saw men coming from, uh, from up the street. I saw men coming from down the street. I saw men coming straight from there. And the picture was like men walking so fast, you know, holding on to their, uh, their, their kids, just walking, coming into church. And it was, it was like, a, uh, like a V formation. That's what it was. And uh, it looked to me, I said, that like, looks like, like a funnel. Uh, it's like a final. So as I was, uh, 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 Pastor and I was just talking about the vision, and he said, no, bro, that's a, that's a uh, uh, you know, that's, it's called V formation. V, what, what V stands for in football is like when the team has already won, uh, and they're just saying, you know what, we're just going to play out the time, but the, we have already won. So that's what, that's what you saw. So uh, that was showing us, uh, showing us victory, but... Um, still, I had this question: Like, uh, why, why did, why did uh, he uh, tell me to come in? We might as well just, I might as well just be uh, praying in the house. So, why he did is that he led me to uh, Numbers, uh, Numbers twenty-four, and, and I, I, I just, I, I just found myself there um, uh, reading the scriptures, and I didn't know that that was my answer to the question that I was asking about why 
uh, he was saying, go to the sanctuary. So here's what happened. What happened is that uh, in, in, in Numbers chapter 24, uh, from verse 1, this, uh, what had happened is this, this guy called Balak, who had contracted Balaam uh, to go to come and curse the children Israel. Um, so they had a contract that this is what you're going to do, but what happened uh, on the day that he was supposed he was going to go curse Israel, um, the Bible says that now when Balaam saw that, it pleased the Lord uh, to bless Israel. He did not go as, uh, at the other times to seek to use sorcery. This was this guy, his, his business was uh, cursing. He was, he was known that when you want to curse people, you call him. He was, he was, he was a sorcerer. So he had been contracted by, uh, by Balak. But here's what happens. What happens is that when Balaam now looks over and he sees uh, the people Israel, uh, it, 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 the Bible says that you know already he knew that he was not going to be able to curse them because it pleased the Lord uh, uh, for you know for 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 him to to bless Israel instead of cursing he had to bless Israel. Uh, did, did you know that you? Uh, can uh, carry an aura and a stature about you that when people come to want to attack you or curse you, instead they end up blessing you because of the God whom, whom you worship. So he says that he did not go at, as, as, as at other times to use sorcery, uh, um, but, but, but he set his face towards the wilderness and um, the Bible says, verse 2, that's, that's, that's so interesting. That's where I was like, oh, man, God, I, I hear you. And it says that Balaam raised his eyes and saw Israel. But when, one of the first things the Holy Spirit begins to tell us is that the thing that he saw when he looked and he saw Israel, he says that uh, he saw Israel encamped according to their tribes. When he looked, he saw Israel, the Holy Spirit is saying, he saw Israel encamped according to the your tribe. And the Spirit of the Lord came on the sorcerer. He came on the sorcerer. So, 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 so I said, okay, so where we gather to worship is 1135. So that's where the whole tribe will be situated. So it makes sense that the Lord is saying, go there and pray in the sanctuary because here the man looked and he saw all he saw was that the first thing that he noticed was that uh, they were seated according to the tribes and the spirit of the Lord came upon him. Verse 5, the sorcerer, he, said, he began to say, how lovely are your tents, O Jacob. He, he was, <laughs> see, the, the whole assignment has changed. How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your, your dwellings, O Israel. Uh, uh, like valleys and uh, like, like valleys that stretch, that stretch out, like gardens of the riverside, um, like always planted by the, by the Lord, like cedars beside the trees. He, he just started blessing, um, blessing Israel. You know, you can be around people that, you know, they, you know, they really, they don't like you. You, you know, it's not even, it's not even a secret. 
You know, when they, when they look at you, they, you just see it written all over their faces. But you know what? You, you, they end up blessing you. Uh, they, they don't even know why they are blessing you, but they just bless you. You know, I mean, they, they just, you know, you know, brother, I don't know where is it, but we, we just got to bless you. you. You know, because it, it pleases uh, the Lord. You know, when you see, when you see them witches, you know, uh, witches come, coming, you know, I, I mean, they, what they do is they, they, they begin to talk about you, you know, going about, they'll be looking at you from a distance. And they, they, they'll be talking to each other, looking at you from a distance. And, 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 they, 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 and they, they'll be coming closer. And the next time, they'll be like, you know what? Let's just go and talk to this brother, you know? And, 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 and when they talk to you, they're like, God bless you, man. Because they, they cannot do anything about you. They cannot do anything about you. You see, that, that's what happens to a people who have an intimate relationship uh, with the Lord. It happened to Saul. King Saul in 1 Samuel 19 verse 23. He was sorting uh, David so that when he gets David, he's going to kill him because David was no good in as far as uh, Saul was concerned. Uh, have you ever, have you ever uh, noticed that there are people who just be like, you know what? I'm, I'm just waiting for my chance. You know, I, I'm going to knock him down. So he was, but, but, but watch what happens in 1 Samuel chapter 19, verse 23, when, um, when he was now seeking and sorting uh, to find David, uh, the Bible says that he, uh, he got to uh, some place where he was asking, you know, where is David and the prophet Samuel? Uh, and they told him that he had gone to now uh, a, a drama. And at, at that time, the spirit of the Lord came upon Saul and he started prophesying. Uh, he started prophesying and he prophesied until he got to Rama. And he, you know, like to a point that people were, were saying that um, uh, is, is, is Saul also uh, among the prophets? He, uh, he, he started prophesying to a point that he had to, he had to get his... Um, uh, take off his robe and lie down and just continue to prophesy. He couldn't get to the man of God. He couldn't get to the man of God. In, in Exodus 25 uh, verse 40, uh, Exodus 25 verse 40, there's something that, that, that's so interesting um, when it comes to what Balaam saw that they were in and seated uh, according to their tribes. They uh, they were seated according to their tribes, and he started saying that, "How lovely are your tents, O Jacob!" So you you got to you got to you got to you got to find this is the tabernacle. When he saw when they were sitting, they were sitting in the in the uh, setting of the tabernacle. When you go to Exodus twenty-five uh, verse forty, uh, I, I want us to hear what God said to. Moses when uh, he was giving him instructions uh, on how he was going to build up the tabernacle. He says, Moses, verse 40, be, be sure, Moses, that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you on the mountain. 
everything that you're going to do uh, to construct the tabernacle, make sure it's going to be according to what I have shown you on the mountain. So when the sorcerer looked, he saw that they were sitting and camped according to their tribes, which was a specifications that Moses had been given by God. They were not just sitting, they were not just sitting randomly. I, Isaac would sit by his, by his side. Judah would sit by their side. The Kohatites would sit by their side. Simeon would sit by their side. They sat uh, according to the setting that God had told Moses. And he said, be sure that everything is according to the pattern that I've shown you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I want to tell you that uh, this, the pattern that Moses was given was in direct link to the dimensions in heaven that nobody, uh, if they came against the people of Israel, they couldn't kill them. They could not destroy them because they were exactly in the setting that um, uh, God, had, uh, God had shown, had shown um, um, Moses to construct um, uh, the tabernacle. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, so here's what the, the, the Holy Spirit does. Uh, when he showed me that, that V formation, and people were coming, and, and, and this is what he does. He, show, he, sh he shows you the picture. He shows you the reality. This is a reality in, in the spirit realm. So what he does now, he takes you back. He says, I, I shown you this, but now I want to deal with you uh, to give you instruction how that reality is going to come to a pass, how it is going to uh, manifest. He now gives you a wisdom. He now, the Holy Spirit does, he now gives you the instruction. He now gives you the discipline of how you are going to get that reality to manifest. Those people, the Lord showed me that there's so many people who are headed towards soul purpose. There are so many people, like lots of people, families, the way he showed me that are headed towards us soul purpose. But, but here is what you are going to do for you to be able to uh, get this reality. Uh, now he says that, there's going to be, uh, this prescription is what I'm going to give you. And the prescription is uh, a sacrifice of prayer. So, uh, uh, you, you know, and this is, this is why uh, he, he brings me back around and he says that this is why you have to take the uh, prayer to the sanctuary. So sometime this week, a young prophet sent me uh, a text and he says to me, uh, watch, you know, when I saw this, that's what he said to me, when I saw this uh, text here, I thought about the prayer. And this is what he says. When, when God speaks from the realm of the Spirit, are you hearing what I'm saying? When God speaks from the realm of the Spirit on what he would do next, okay, what, what should follow when God has spoken from the realm of the Spirit, what should follow is a convergence of great men who labor the instruction because the instruction is now given. Now there has to be people who say, you know, here I am, send me. I'm going to labor 
uh, this instruction until it looks like that which heaven has ordered, that which we have seen, that reality. There are so many realities in the spirit realm, but there is a prescription that has to be uh, taken, particular prescription in, in, you know, uh, in relating to that reality that man has to do in order to get that to happen. Uh, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about partnership. There has to be a partnership between heaven and man here on earth because man was given the dominion for the earth realm. But for the, for the Holy Spirit to be effective and, and, and to function effectively in the earth realm, he has to partner with the man. So when God has shown us something, God has shown us a picture, what he is looking at, he is looking for man who say, here I am. I am willing to take up the instruction so that the, the, the picture that we have been shown uh, can come to pass. So we 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 praying in this house, and the prayer that we are praying is John chapter five and verse thirty five, uh, when Jesus Christ was uh, giving testimony about John the Baptist. We heard Jesus say that he was uh, speaking of John. He says that he was a burning lamp. The man was literally burning, and he was a shining light. A man who uh, could get hungry, who had the same passions like us. He could get, he, 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 when you looked at him, the Bible says, in, in, in Luke chapter, chapter 3, uh, from verse 3, says that uh, after, because he had this fire on him, this is, what, this is what we are looking for, this is what we are praying for, a fire on the man of the house. So he says that when, 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 um, when, when this fire was on him, he went about the country. He went about Jordan uh, preaching uh, the gospel of repentance for the remission of sins. That, that's, what, that's, what he, that's what he did, uh, um, uh, John the Baptist. But the reason why he did this is because uh, he had answered uh, the call. He had answered the call. He had answered the call. So when we, when we come back to, we, I just wanted to give you a, a quick background of uh, you know, what's, what's, what's going on and what the Lord is doing, which uh, has a, a relation to this, this message today. Uh, when, 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 we, when we come to uh, Matthew chapter 6, it's Jesus Christ who's speaking to the, uh, to the disciples and he's uh, talking to them and he says that in this manner, in this manner, uh, uh, therefore, pray. this is how you pray. And the first thing that you have to, uh, to mention is, you know, Jesus Christ is giving us a pattern. He is giving us an order. He's giving us a sequence. Did you, did you hear just what I said? Jesus Christ is giving us a sequence. He's giving us a pattern. He's giving us an order that whenever you go before him, this is how you are going to address him. Uh, start by saying, Our Father in heaven. I, I'm just used to the King who are in heaven. 
uh, hallowed be thy name. See, it's so interesting that he begins by uh, 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 saying, um, um, our Father, uh, our Father, our Father. Uh, that's what he begins to tell us. Because I, I, I think that he had to begin there to put things into perspective. Because it is the place of the Father in this country, and the influence is going right over, has been challenged. It has been under so much threat, the place of the Father. Uh, we, we can go right back to the time of uh, Lin, Lyndon Johnson when he started proposing that, you know, as long as the Father is outside of the house, we can take care of you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So he says, say, our Father... Why our father? Because the, our father is, uh, you know, it, it, is, it, com, it, 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 it com, uh, com, um, carries everything. It carries everything. Our father carries everything. Uh, uh, in our father, we, we, have Hosa, we, we find Hosanna in our father. We find uh, deliver, the deliverer, we find him in our father. We find the Savior, we find him in our Father. The Ursa, we find him, the Helper, we find him in our Father. This is why he said, you know, when you come uh, before him, say, our Father. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, with, with, uh, uh, Jehovah Elroy, uh, the God who sees, we find him in our Father. Yahweh, we find him in our Father. El, Olam, we find him in our Father. The Most High God, El Elyon, we find him in our Father. Jehovah Kana, the jealousy God, we find him in our Father. Jehovah Herab, the one with the sword, we find him in our Father. Adonai, we find him in our Father. El Gibo, the warrior, we find him in our Father. The, 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 the title Father is all-encompassing. Jairah, we find him in our Father. Rapha, we find him in our Father. Jehovah Shalom, we find him in our Father. Jehovah Shama, we find him in our Father. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, we find him in our Father. So he tells us, uh, begin by saying, our Father in heaven... Because once you have said that, you have said a great deal. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says that, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is. When you go to God, you must believe that he is. You must know for yourself that he is a a rewarder, uh, you, you, must, you, you must pretty much indoctrinate yourself. Why do you have to indoctrinate yourself? Because I'm going to tell you this morning, brothers and sisters, there are some people who come to church, they are worshippers, but they don't believe that God is. But they still keep coming. They, they, they just come because it's just a, a thing that they do. So uh, Paul is telling us in Hebrews chapter 11, 6, he says that uh, they that come to him, otherwise it's not going to work for you. They that come to him, 
Woo, I feel it now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are here, God. Let me, you know what? Let me go back to the prophet um, uh, Ezekiel chapter 29 when uh, uh, God was speaking. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to come back. I'm, I'll, I, let me go on a tangent. I'm, I'm just want to address, I just want to address a spirit right now. There's a spirit that's sitting up in here, but I want to tell that spirit, you have no chance. You have to get out in the name of Jesus. So God say, God say to the prophet Ezekiel, he said, listen, I want you to get up and I want you to set your face against those detractors, against those people who are fighting against you. I want you to set your face against Pharaoh. I want you to set your face against Egypt. And this you shall say to them. This is God talking to the prophet. And he is saying, you are not going to give him your own words, but you're going to say what I am telling you that you say to them. And you shall say, he says that, you shall say, thus says the Lord. I am against you. I am against you, spirit of filthy and foul spirit. I'm against you, Jezebel. I'm against you. I'm against you anything that has to do with the devil. I'm against you. I'm against you, the spirit that resists the word of God. I'm against you, the spirit that hinders the movement of the Holy Spirit. I'm against you. I'm against you on Monday. I'm against you on Tuesday. I'm against you on Wednesday. I'm against you on Thursday. I'm against you on Friday. I'm against you on Saturday. I'm against you on Sunday. I'm against you when I slip. I'm against you. That's what the Lord says. Tell the Spirit. I'm against you. And this is the way of the Lord. I had to get that Spirit out because it was it's sitting right in the midst. Get out in the name of Jesus. We got we to gotta do some work up in here. Some work up in here. Anybody who feels bound, be set free in the name of Jesus. Whatever followed you from the house, I challenge it right now. In the name of Jesus, get out. This is the house of God. This is where the tribe gathers. You have no, you have, you, you are illegitimate. You are a squatter and you, you are not allowed to be here. In Jesus' name. So you, I want you to indoctrinate yourself. Speak to yourself until you believe that God is. Because he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So he says, he, Jesus Christ give us the phrase, uh, our father to use. He, 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 see, God owns us. He's the one. He owns us, but he gives us himself to us so that he can become our God. Our is a possessive pronoun. He's, he's ours. He's our, he's our God. So you see, when we look at prayer, prayer in, in verse 6, he says is, he makes it private because he says, get into your closet and close. But he also 
when you get in there and you close the door, all the noise, let me tell you something, the, the experience that I've had when you begin to pray. When you start praying, I don't know who people who pray five minutes. I, I, I don't know. You, you told me. I, I don't know. Because five minutes, uh, there's things that's speaking to you. You are not focused at all. Uh, you hear the phone ringing. You, you know, there's friends you got to call. There's a bill you haven't paid. There's, you got to do some cooking. All that talking is coming to you. Like there's a lot of noise. This is why he says, shut the door. It takes time to get the door shut. Depending on how you pray. For some people, it's quick. You know, when you are used to walking with the Lord, you are intimate. It's quick. It's, it's so quick to close that door. But, you know, sometimes you have to go for an hour uh, before all the noise shuts out. But I, I'm here to tell you that it's such a wonderful thing when you have prayed. Uh, see, because uh, one thing I got to tell you, brothers and sisters, is that when you pray, you are not, your spirit is not sitting in one place. When you pray, your, your spirit man begins to travel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It begins to You get to a place now where there is tranquility. There is quietness. That you begin to hear things. You begin to, you, you actually connect to the realm. It's so quiet. And if you pray longer enough, you will get to a place now where God begins to throw pictures at you. You begin to see things. He begins to talk to you uh, as regards, you know, what, what he desires uh, from you or what instruction he wants to, to give you. So, uh, pray. You got to pray. Man ought always to pray. The reason why it's so difficult is because... The devil knows that that's where the power comes from. So he is going to resist you. He's he is so insistent. He will resist you until you make a stand. He will resist you. You see, there's, see, there's a woman who, the Bible says, there's a woman who was uh, bent over 18 years. That, it says the spirit was just holding, but didn't want him to. See, that's what the devil does. So if you don't take a stand, uh, he's just going to block you. He's going to block you. So we, 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 you see, he says, our father. See, when he speaks to, about God, he doesn't say, he doesn't include himself in our father. He says, my father. Or he says, the father. A definite article. Because he is the only begotten son. We are children by grace and adoption. Yes. He says, he says, my father, he, say, he says, the father. See, um, I, I was looking at this and I said, you know what? There, there's been an agenda to destroy the father. Yeah. Right. It, it has been, you know, first of all, it was get the man out of the house. And the next thing is there is an agenda, there's a civilization that's there, that are, are meant to uh, continue to destroy the place of the Father. You, if you ask me what that civilization is, is that civilization that's trying to make men effeminate. Yep. Mm -hmm. that's right. yeah. yep. 
And they are pressing that thing. They are not going to stop. They are going to be relentless. They are coming after your kids if you don't pray. If you don't seek the face of the Lord, the next thing you find that very thing is sitting right in your house on the couch. And you'll be saying, oh my God, what am I going to? You have to pray right about now. Because they are not stopping. It's a civilization. Revelation chapter 11, uh, verses 7 uh, and 8. I'll read real quick. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. Verse 8 says that, And their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. So, you know, what I'm trying to tell you is that there is a civilization already. There is a power that's coming into the realm of the earth to try and influence, to try and stand against the agenda of God. Do you know something, how strong this thing is? I just heard yesterday that uh, the World Bank denied any loans to the country of Uganda because they've put laws that are standing against this agenda. Because you said no to, uh, to the alphabet people, we're not going to give you no money. We're not going to do that. I remember uh, uh, the 44th president, he went to Kenya at some time, you know, the 44th, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, he, he went to Kenya, and, and, and when he was speaking, he started talking, uh, trying to uh, introduce the, uh, the alphabet people there, and he was, they, they stopped him, and they said, with all due respect, you didn't come here to tell us about that. You don't tell us how we live. So here's what has happened. Every country in Africa and, and, and all other countries anyway who said no to this agenda, they don't have no aid coming from anyway. They're shutting them down. I'm just trying to tell you how strong this civilization is. I'm trying to tell you how strong. You see, Sodom and it says Egypt. Egypt, I want to tell you quickly that what it stands for in the Hebrew is called Mitzrayim. What Mitzrayim means is that it's a place of bondage. It's a place of suffering. It's, it's a place where people are slaughtered, are killed. It's a place where you are experience poverty. It's a place where there is no worship of God at all. That's, that's Egypt. So the spirit that came in Sodom, and, it, and, and you already see that it is, um, it is in operation right now. So, you know, they said, no, we're not going to give you money. In Nigeria, there's two, those 200 girls, 100 girls who were abducted by Boko Haram, uh, and they were asking for help uh, from the United States to, uh, to go and uh, sort for those girls. And uh, the 44 said, no, we're not going to do it because you're, you're, you're all talking about you don't want to, 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 to uh, accept this, um, the... Uh, 
the, 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 the alphabet people, so we, we, we're, not, we're not playing. So that, that's what they do, and it's very strong. So you, you have to make, you just have to make a stand. And the thing is, we, we, have, we have access. We have access to how we're going to resist these civilizations. And this access, this access is the Holy Spirit. It is, it is, uh, it's going to be men who are going to say yes, and they agree to partner, and they make a stand. We just make a stand. It is, it is going to take a prayer uh, for us to be able to, to, um, to get through. So it, it, Jesus says, um, he says that, uh, he says who, our Father, he says who are in heaven. And when you look at the heavens, when you look at a portion of heaven here, that's why I say some, some, some uh, other virgins say heavens, because when you look at a heaven, you can see, probably only see 100 kilometers, and that's, that's as far as your eyes can go. But they can, still, the heavens are still you know, going, so, uh, and for, you know, for as long as, I, I don't even know, they're just going. And, 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 and uh, he is the one who stretched over those. Can you imagine the God whom we worship? He's the one who stretched over those heavens, like just spread them all over the whole world over. He's a God. He's a God of the whole entire universe. He's a God of the whole uh, earth. He's not just that, but he's also, um, he's not only loving, but he's also a mighty God. Uh, he's not only merciful, but he's also holy. He's not uh, only omnipresent, but he's, you know, he's, when, when, you, when you get outside and you look at the sky, the, the feeling that you have is that this has, to be, this has to be God. This has to be God. It can't be anything else but God. So in, 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 in Psalm chapter 33, 13 uh, to verse 15, it talks about uh, the Lord looks from, from the heavens. The Father, he looks from the heavens, and he sees all the sons of men. And when I was reading this, I, I, I thought about, um, he, doesn't, he doesn't come to my house and he says, oh, I'm seeing, uh, I, I'm seeing uh, Shadrach. I'm so, so as I'm seeing Shadrach, I can't, I can't see Dell because Dell's, I got to go. No, he's, he's looking over men all at one time. And he's seeing what everybody is doing all at one time. In a, can you imagine? Everywhere, the whole world over. He's, he's one time everything. You know, I mean, then sometimes I'm like, what, what, what did this God? You know, every, everyone, he's seeing, you know what? Oh, this one is going to work now. This one is sleeping now. This, this one has got a cold. Got, everything, he, that's the God. That's the God that he said, when you pray, you say, our Father, our Father. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth, and he fashions their hearts individually, uh, and he considers all their, all their works. And, 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 you know, he says, you know, our Father who art in the hallowed, hallowed be thy name. When, when he says, hallowed, uh, that word means glorify his name. Glorify his name. We got to position ourselves in a place where we can glorify 
we can glorify his name. Why? Because he's, he's above us. God is high up and holy. And God, he is God to us. He is God to his people. He is God to the world. To hallow is to glorify. And, and when we speak of glory, we are speaking of something that's heavy, something that's weighty, something that's significant, something that needs to, to be, uh, that, that, that needs, that's, that's so important, something that needs uh, to be given the significance that it, it, it deserves. The world today, the world today uh, needs to know God as God. The world today needs to know God as who he really is and, 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 not, and not to know God as he is thought to be. Did you hear that? And not to know God as he is thought to be, but to know him as who he really is. So he says, a hollow word be thy name. There's something in a name. So he has, we, we spoke about these various names uh, because each name has a specific uh, function. It gives you identity. If you want to talk to me, you've you got to call my name. Then I'm going to respond. And it, it stands with my identity. And, you know, names have something behind them. So, you know, when, we, when I was looking at the names, I, 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 I thought about Jireh. That's something that, you know, that's part of his now, I, I, I thought about Seboa, I thought, I thought about Rafa, I thought about Kana, I thought about Rohi. And as I was thinking about Rohi, uh, the, the Lord is my shepherd, I thought about Psalm 23 when pastor was preaching, the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want that's hallow his name. Uh, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me Besides still waters, he restores my, my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He says, Jehovah, that's Jehovah Rohi. Uh, the scripture says, hallowed be thy name. So all of that composition, you are glorifying God. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel... I will fear no evil, for uh, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my, my enemies. I was just about to say, you know, people like, you know, it's good to have enemies around. You, you know, it's, it's so good for you because, you see, when, when you see them milling around like vouchers, that means like your know, God is get, getting ready to set a table. That's a sign that your blessing is just around yes. the corner. So he sets, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflow. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, you get all that by saying our Father, because it encompasses all of that. Can, can you imagine that prayer, how, how powerful it is? It says, your kingdom, your kingdom come. 
Your kingdom come. So you see, when, when, when we, you see, um, half the time, you see, when people pray, when you ask somebody, like, what you've been praying about, it has been all about themselves. They are in the face of the Lord for hours, but they have a long shopping list. They're talking about, you know what, now um, they, they come, I don't like the car driving now. No, if you can give me like a, a, a V8 engine and, you know, I'll, I'll be good. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get my, my kids uh, out of where the, the, the school. I want to get them to a private school. God, can you give me the uh, finances? Because I know you are Jehovah Jireh. Uh, you know, my job, you know, I've been in this position for the longest. You know what? When am I going to get a promotion? That's what they are praying about. But you see, it's not about us. It's about others. Because what happens, you see, here's what God does. When you are focused on others, because that's the assignment. God, you see, I've never seen God do anything besides that. He comes behind you and says, oh, you know, I know, I know you needed that. Because he says he already knows what you need before you what? You ask him. You, sometimes you don't even have to say nothing. Just, just go and find out what somebody needs. I'll, I'll tell you something. Uh, when you come before the Lord, you don't come to promote you. I'm not saying don't pray about stuff that concerns you, even though he knows it. But you know what? A quarter of that belongs to that. But the rest are focused on the expansion of the kingdom. I'm here, I'm here not to promote my own interests. That's what you got to tell. Esther, Esther had to uh, risk going before the king. She wasn't doing it for herself. She was doing it for her own nation. The Shunammite woman, if you, if, you, if you understand, if you read, if you love to uh, browse through the scriptures, she, um, she, she would save the man of God. Every time he came around, he would save the man. But, but, you know, she never asked for anything. But she had a problem. The problem was that she wasn't productive. She, she was barren. But she never said that. And when, one day, and you know what she did? She said to her husband, you know what? Let's, let's build up something for the man of God. That when he's passing through, because he's a holy man, he, he, she's already ministering to, to the expansion of the kingdom of God. So what happens is that they, they've done that, and, what, and so he's, every time he comes, he goes to that place. They cook for him and everything. And one day, the prophet says to, 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 to Gehazi, he says, like, listen, what, what can we do uh, for, for, for this woman? Is, is there? And they called her. They said, hey, can... Do you want us to speak to the governor for you? She said, no, I mean, I, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm okay right here. And, and then she left. And uh, when she left, the, the Gehazi said to the prophet, he says, she, she doesn't have no child. The prophet said, call her back. And she came back and she said, by this time, next year. She never prayed about She never asked the prophet. See, so that's what we do uh, when we go uh, before the Lord. It says that thy will, be, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Oh, my God. Where's my glasses? Oh. I want to see. Okay. Okay. So, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
So, um, so that, that's, and, and she was blessed. She was blessed with it this time next year. She was blessed uh, with a son. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm thinking, you know what? Somebody's wondering, like, how, how, does, how does God know what, what, what I need? How does know? How God, uh, he's omniscient. But let me give you some, some evidence real quick. Uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 29. Uh, right there he says, for I know. That's God. So I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Uh, and they, it says the Lord, and they are thoughts of peace and not of evil. Uh, to give you a future and a hope. That's, that if there is anything that God, when he thinks about you, when he looks at you, all he's, he's saying is like, I, I want to make things good for you. I, I want to I give you the best, the best life that you can ever have. I want to, I, I want to, and you know what, people think like, oh yeah, if I'm not praying for my stuff, then, you know, how am I going to get them? So God is not going to, no, uh, Matthew chapter 6, 33 says that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything, everything shall be added back unto you. So what God wants you to do is to be, to say yes, like AJ said, he came here and I said, okay, that's, it actually completes the instruction that God had given me. He said that there, there is a, a, a shortage of men who can come and say, here I am, send me. So what, is required, what God wants is people who are ready to partner with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. We're not sleeping, right? Please don't sleep on me. We're going to be done in real quick. So it's on earth as it is in heaven. So there's an order in heaven. There's an economy running in heaven. There's activity. There's things happening in heaven. Uh, so you see, his kingdom is fully represented in heaven. So what we are saying is may, may it be fully represented on earth. And here we are the people. We, we are the ones that are supposed to be active and partnering with the Spirit of God. Uh, if we do not do that, we're going to have a problem because there are these strong spirits that are like really zooming and they're looking like what's happening. Because let me tell you something, this is not, this is not uh, the earth realm. Can I, can I speak? The, the earth realm is three-dimensional. So spirits are not meant to, to function uh, effectively here. So for them to function, they have to come and seek residence into somebody. So, so if, if you are not praying, let me tell you something, you're already a victim. If you are not praying, there's something that's praying on. Yeah, when, have you ever felt like some, sometimes you just like feel, I don't feel okay. I mean, there's some, you know, like, like you want to run into the shower and, you know, something like a touch. Somebody is praying on you, trying to see if they can find residence inside of you. It's real. It's the spirit world. Okay? So, so. Uh, we need representation. We need, God needs representation. God needs men. God needs women. God needs boys and girls. God needs kids who know him. 
See, his will is, is practiced in, in heaven. Uh, uh, why, why, why can it not be practiced here on earth? Why can it not be practiced here on earth? Let's have his will happening right here. Let's begin right here that his will is being practiced and then it begins to affect the streets. Then it begins to affect the economy, I mean, the, the community that is around us. Then it is going to get into uh, the whole entire Orange County. Then it's going to uh, take over New York City. Then it's going to go into all the states uh, that the will of the Lord uh, be practiced. He says that let it also be practiced in heaven, as, 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 as it is in heaven here on earth. Amen. I was, um, um, just to show you how there is, uh, there is activity in, in, in heaven. I was, we was worshiping sometime. We was worshiping. And uh, what happened is uh, whilst we was worshiping, um, the, the church, the roof of the church in the spirit, uh, where I was standing, it didn't happen just once. It happened a couple of times. The, 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 during worship, the roof would just open. And there is a, a light would just come like a glorious light would just come and, and just wash the whole pulpit and where uh, the, the, the praise and worship team uh, will be. And uh, I would hear the words say that now it's, a door has been opened for healing. People. And then I would see like gold, like, you know, things flex, like falling, you know. So I, I'm just trying to say that there is activity in in heaven, and I would, I would clearly hear the angels singing, joining the choir, the praise and worship that will, will, you know, will be engaged in. I could clearly hear it. No, it, it, you know what? It, it just didn't happen once. It, it happened like a, a, a whole bunch of times. And there, there's certain times when these things happen that you don't tell nobody. You'd be like, you know what? If I tell somebody. They're going to say he's on something. He's, this guy is this guy is high. You know the person. You know the person I told you be like, yeah. You see, you know, yeah, I was talking to that brother. You know, there's something wrong with him, man. So you know, there's things you hold on to them for years without telling nobody because you you're fearful. You know, now now when you talk to people, you got you got to sense their spirit. Like, where are they with? God, before you say anything, you know, for, for fear of being called uh, crazy. So it happens. There is activity. I'm just saying that there is activity um, in, the, in, the, in the heaven, um, in the heavenly realms. But here's one thing uh, I, I want to say. I'm, I'm just going towards, uh, towards my, this is not my closing, but it's, it's it's, the, it's probably it's the provision of first one. <laughs> uh, I want to say that, you know, God, if, if there is anything that God wants from us, he so desires that we know him. He is so thirsty, he's so hungry that his children know him. And, and, and because of that, we see uh, in, um, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, 
we see the Apostle Paul, uh, uh, Apostle Paul praying uh, for the saints at Ephesus, and he says, uh, he says to the to the uh, saints at Ephesus, he says, he says that uh, I know that you uh, just received the Lord Jesus Christ, and I hear that there is so much love uh, in your midst. But you know what? I'm so excited because since since I heard about this, I I don't I have I haven't stopped to to pray. I haven't stopped to pray for you, mentioning you uh, in, in my prayers. And he goes on to, to tell the church uh, what, what sort of prayers, what is he, uh, what is he um, uh, praying uh, for. And he says that I, I pray uh, 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 that, the, that the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom, uh, of revelation and knowledge in Him. So you know what I, 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 the, my, the part that I, I really want here to talk about is the knowledge of God. When, when we have the knowledge of God, when we know Him and we begin to walk with Him, and there is an intimacy. You know what? The way we do everything changes. I mean, even the way we eat changes. The way we love changes. The way, even the way we drive on the street changes. Everything changes because we know we, we're so intimate with him. Like uh, the Bible says in Genesis 5.24 that Enoch walked with God. There's one, one guy I just want to uh, uh, you know, uh, take a tangent to and, and show you that he, he, knew, he knew God at such a level uh, he was going through some terrible time in his life. Uh, I want I want to say to somebody, is it because uh, Christendom in the twenty first century uh, has been told that if you want your life to be hunky dory, you know, walking in the park and there's roses here, this all that, you know, you can go over there and and eat up a, 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 you know a, a big portion of. Um, uh, that's fluffy white scrambled egg and, and a, 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 so, a beef sausage and some glass of orange juice and a, and a great cup of coffee. That's what the 21st preachers have been saying to the church. But you know what? You can actually be in trouble when you are standing right with God. You, oh. you can be a worshiper. You can be a tither. You can, be, you can be all that in the quiet and everything, God-fearing. I'm, I'm not talking about fact, but you can still, because of that, find yourself in trouble. Job didn't do nothing. He was a blameless and upright man. So, you know, he finds himself in trouble. That's like, you know, he, you, know it's, it's, you can't even understand why uh, he, he suffered that. But the Bible says that uh, when he was... His friends came to talk to him about the thing that he was going through. And, 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 and at this time, I just want to give you a portion that uh, he's talking to. He's answering his friend called Bildad. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah. So he begins to talk about the God whom he knows, even though he is in such terrible trouble that he can't even figure out what wrong did he do. 
So he's answering his friend. He says, you know what? I know this God. Verse 7, Job 26, verse 7 says that. He stretches out the north over the empty space. He hangs the earth on nothing. He's telling his friend that. That, you know, you're, you're trying to accuse me there's something that I did. There's something wrong there. But you know what? I know this God. That's just how great he is. Are, are, you, are you hearing me? Please don't sleep. Uh, he stretches out the north over the empty space. He hangs the earth on nothing. Verse 8 says, he binds up the water in his thick clouds, yet the clouds are not broken under it. Have you ever imagined that rain before it comes down is, is, is actually being kept in the clouds? And, and have you ever thought about it? Who now says that rain, you can go down now? And, and, and those same clouds just break up. And, and the, the rain comes down. So Job is telling his friend, he's like, I know this God. He does that. You know, and what technology is there that the clouds can actually hold the rain? What technology? And yet the world system today is saying that they cannot do, they can, they can do without God because they are so are highly advanced in technology. So it says that he covers the face of his throne and spreads his cloud over it. He drew a secular horizon on the face of the waters at the boundary of his light and darkness. You know what? All these oceans, because the whole earth was covered. So he gave instruction like, Ocean Atlantic, this is your boundary. Go there. Pacific, go there. That's your boundary. Arctic, just go there, stay there because I want my people here. You know, he, he just gave instruction and the water will be and, and stand there. So Job is telling, I know this God and you know, he's, he's trying to tell him like, listen, I, I, I have a relationship. Uh, the pillars of heaven tremble and are astonished at his rebuke. He stirs up the sea with his power. And by his understanding, he breaks up the storm. By, the, by his spirit, he adorned the heavens. His hand pierced the fleece, you know, by, by his spirit. So he, he just, whatever is in. See, uh, do, do you know the guy who uh, um, invented the, the telescope? Where, where, where my school kids at? Is it Galileo? Galileo Galilee, right? was Galileo Galilee, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So he, you know, and we would see and, and he was talking about you know, the galaxy way. But now, now we high tech, they're sending satellites there. They're saying there's galaxies and galaxies and galaxies in heaven. Milky ways and Milky ways and Milky that's, that's the God. That's the God we are gathered here for this morning. That's the God whom we worship that. That's who, that's who our Father is, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. From that understanding, you just got to say, God, we bless your name. We glorify your name. And 14 says that indeed these are the mere, is this what I'm, what he says what I'm saying? These are just the mere edges of his ways and how small a whisper we hear him. But what I'm telling you is just that the little, just the little about him. I know this God. And this is the God 
we are being called to. So I, I'm going to finish up with, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not closing, I'm finishing up with Job, Job chapter 19. That in, in chapter 19, verse 25, I'm going to let you go in time. Uh, in, in chapter 19, verse 25, um, he says that, I, I know that my Redeemer liveth. You know, he had gone, this, this was a blameless and righteous man. The Bible says that, and he had suffered so much. And that at one time, he thought that God was his enemy. He thought that he was being punished for something. But, but at the end, he just went back to what he knew, and that was God. And he says, I know, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand uh, at the last on the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, I know that in my flesh I shall see God whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another, how my heart yearns within him. So he's talking about how, you know, it doesn't matter now. Uh, he's gone through, it doesn't matter. What matters now is that he knows, he knows God. You know, how, 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 how do you feel, you know, getting to a place where all that matters is that you have a relationship with God. So we're going to move uh, from this place. Uh, it, it's it's um, um, the, the Moses who says in uh, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, he says, you know what? Uh, you, you, you have been on this mountain uh, for too long. Now... Uh, um, you, you, we have to live. We have to go. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6. You have to live. So I want to give you, I want to close by giving you a prescription. The prescription is how we are going to uh, tape into the instruction and, and get the vision that has been shown to manifest um, because we acknowledge our Father who resides in heaven. We glorify his name. We glorify his name. In Acts chapter 6, I'm giving you now the prescription and we will be done. The prescription is for anybody who wants to participate in this exercise, uh, Acts chapter 6 verse 4 talks about, it talks about uh, how they had said, uh, the Apostle Paul said that, but, verse 4, it says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. Uh, we will give ourselves, you know, you know when you, 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 you're saying, I'm surrendering my life to the ministry of prayer. Do you understand that? Yes. You know, you, you, you're, making, you're making this uh, intentional decision that this life that I've chosen, my, you know, I have to give myself over. Uh, in other words, I have to devote. Uh, the way that this is going to happen, I have to devote myself continually, that's what the scripture says, continually to prayer. So I'm just saying this so that you could uh, do an audit on yourself, like how, how is my prayer life? 
uh, if I, am I ready to give myself over? Uh, because, you know, if, if this thing is going to happen, it, it is going to take men who are on fire for God and women who are on fire for God. So he says, we will give ourselves over continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. Because here's what happens. When you make that sacrifice, when you take that sacrifice, what you become, you become a product of the dedication to prayer. You become it. You see, start, when you start praying, I'm telling you, 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 just be, you feel it yourself like, no, I'm, I'm, there's something that I'm becoming. I don't understand. I like it, but I don't understand. It's so powerful. That's what happens. You start to change. When you give yourself to something, that thing will be the reason for your sacrifice. Now, when you begin to pray, God begins to pull you in. When you pray, God begins. You're like, okay, you, you, did, you prayed for an hour. I want to show you. There's some deeper things I want to show you. Can, can you come again? Come, come. And then you'll find that sometimes you come with uh, uh, you know, prayer points, but the prayer points will take you to the point of prayer. Did you hear that? Prayer point will, talk, will take you to the, to the uh, uh, point of prayer. Point of prayer is when the Holy Spirit comes in and takes over. And that's when you realize that when you are praying, now your mind is no longer active. You are just flowing because the Holy Spirit has taken over. So for us to do that, we have to devote ourselves. Who is ready? Who is ready for this devotion? We have to devote us. I'm just looking. We have to devote ourselves continually to the um, um, ministry of prayer and the word. You no longer, you know, sometimes you pray, you look at the, how, how long was I praying? Oh, 20 minutes. Uh, 30 minutes, how long? You know, there is a time, you get to a time where you, you're no longer looking at the time anymore. You're no longer looking at the time anymore. When, when you don't pray, I don't be lying at you. If I tell you you're okay when you're praying, I'm, 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 just, I'm just faking. You, you, you are a victim. You are a victim. You are easy prey to the devil. If you see a church that's growing, but there's no prayer in that church, there's no ministry of the word, there's, there's another civilization that's in operation that has nothing to do with God. That's growing the church. Make an investigation if you want. So Acts chapter 2, prescription number 2, Acts chapter 2, 42, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm closing. Uh, it says, um, and, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread. And in bread. They continued steadfastly. See, when he says that, you think that everything was working for them. They were being persecuted. There was all, you know, like, hindrances and, and, and you, know, uh, you know, things that was disturbing their ministry and all that. They're being challenged by the, by the, by the, uh, the, the, the official church then, you know, Caiaphas and all those guys, like, who gave you the permission? We don't want you to be speaking in the name of Jesus. You'll come here. They get beat up and all that. But they continued steadfastly. Steadfastly doesn't mean that there's no challenge. Steadfastly doesn't mean that there's no hindrance. But uh, even in the presence of all those things, you just continue steadfastly. You know, you just got to pray. Yeah, they continue. That, that's what this word is saying. 
they continued steadfastly. So I'm not saying this so, so that you just walk out and say, oh yeah, that's what he said, but I'm, I'm just talking to somebody right now. That, you know, it doesn't mean that when you do, you know, all your problems got to go away. You will have those problems to deal with, but the word is saying in the prescription, you continue steadfastly. You, you got to continue, you got to uh, press in. You got to continue, you got to press in. So in my closing, I just want to say to you, uh, um, Jesus Christ, when he was giving them instruction on prayer, he says that in this manner, uh, and I say that it is a system, it is a pattern, it is a sequence on how you are going to address the office of the Father. And he says that in this manner, therefore pray, our Father uh, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I glorify your name. My father, and you know, you're talking about Jireh, you're talking about Shaddai, you're talking about, about you know, uh, the God of, or you're talking about all of the aspects of God. When the minute you say, our father, and the minute you say, our father, you're already an intercessor because you're including everybody. Our father, uh, thy kingdom come, uh, thy will be done on earth as it is. In heaven, his will is going to happen. See, when you say that will be done in heaven, uh, um, uh, on earth as it is in heaven, you are saying, I'm, I'm willing to come take up the instruction and make an investment uh, that's going to get this will to be done. You don't say that will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and you, and you, you go in and... And, and sleep. Listen, I don't have a sleep number bed in my house. I don't, but when I sleep there, I sleep. I, I really, I, you probably may be saying that, oh, you know where he's, he, this is what they do because he, he doesn't have a sleep number bed. I, 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 no, no, I, I'm doing that because I, I heard a word that says, you, you know, you, you have to do this. And, and that, that instruction is what is going to uh, to get us to realize the the manifestation that uh, of the vision that God uh, gave to us, and then He says that give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. I'm, I have a problem with people who, you know, if up to now I, I still speak to people who have a problem forgiving. I, 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 you know what, it's, it doesn't matter what they did to you. But when you think about that, uh, you can only be forgiven when you forgive. So if, if, you are, if you are still, let me talk to somebody, if you're still holding grudge, uh, and I'm not saying that they didn't mess you up, they did mess you up. And you, you have the right to hold on to that grudge. But what I'm saying that if you are sitting in here right now, and you are still holding on to that, and you're not going to forgive them. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. God is not going to give you, forgive you either. Because yeah. this is what he's saying. Uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive us, forgive our, de our debtors. Yeah. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
See? That wasn't bad, right? <laughs> we are so grateful to God for allowing us the opportunity to share this message with you. Thank you for listening. We want you to know that you are all in our constant prayers. If you have been blessed by today's program, why not consider partnering with us? To make a donation is easy. You can visit us online at www.specchurch.net or you can call us at 845-956-0133. Once again, that's www.specchurch.net or 845-956-0133. We invite you to worship with us one Sunday morning very soon. Thank you again for your prayers and support. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, and may he be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you.